the antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck.
Thanks for tuning in The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Our opening song, Mutiny, comes from the first full-length move in place from the Canton, Ohio-based band Come Wind. They have this beautiful way of bringing in folk, pop, and indie rock elements into their sound. And I guess they could be compared to bands like Tokyo Police Club, Copeland, or Bombay Bicycle Club. But Cumwin takes it to a higher level in both their music and lyrics. They're one of those rare bands whose songs continue to grow on you the more you listen. I've been a fan of Cumwin for a long time, so it was great to have the chance to meet with the band and have a talk about their music. But before we get into our chat with Cumwin, enjoy the song Found from their Move in Place album.
The Antidote has both Ben and Aaron, the founding members of Come Wim, join The Antidote. Guys, thanks for meeting up with us. Glad to do the interview, man. Yeah, you bet. We're, we're glad to talk. Thank you, Dave. Ben, you're the drummer, and I rarely get to speak with a drummer in a band. Really? Aren't drummers supposed to be the erratic and destructive band member? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I guess I need to go on the record and say that I, I don't really get the drummer jokes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, here, here we are. I'll, I'll talk to you. Maybe some other drummers should talk to you and like debunk the myth. We're normal. Normal enough, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Aaron, I'm not going to leave you out of this either. Now, of course, we all know that the vocalists are always the egotistical and pretentious ones. Oh, yeah, man. That's me. That's me. <laughs> no, def- definitely not, man. It's funny because, like, uh, I, I love singing and, and playing music in this band, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a pretty introverted person, so this is, like, the one thing that I do that's like this, so. Uh, you know, we're, we're just normal dudes. Um, I think sometimes people think you're not when you're an artist, but, you know, we're just guys slugging it out the same as anybody. Um, we're just thankful to, to be together and, and to play and write the music we do. Well, what about you guys filling us in on the rest of the band members? So, um, right now, uh, there are four of us. So we have Trevor Burke plays bass and John Robinson is our other guitar player and he sings as well. Time to time, we've had some other people, like if anyone has ever seen us play, sometimes we'll have some other guys like kind of play with us at shows, just different parts, but, uh, they're just friends giving us a hand. So it's really primarily just the two of you that are handling the band. Uh, no, no, the four of us work together very well. Uh, the other guys just weren't here right now, but the four of us for sure work together. We actually have practice later on tonight or so. I've been following Come Win for a few years, you know, ever since you had your debut EP, Wanderer or Wanderer. And I've just been adoring your music ever since. Thanks, man. What do you recall about that first project? Oh, man. Wow. Um, Back in the day. <laughs> well, I recall being very young. Um, you know, I think back then, um, not that we don't enjoy it now, we we certainly do. I think I love being in a band 
more than I ever have. But back then, there was just a sense of like newness. We were just so excited to do something. We were so excited writing those songs, like to do anything. They, I, that's really what what I remember from those those times. Where, like everything was fresh and new. Like every song to me was the coolest thing we had ever done ever <laughs> in our lives because it was just all really really new. Here's the song that made me a long-term fan of Come Wind. From that first EP, Wander a Wanderer, comes the song Life and Life Only.
guys did a great follow-up EP, Grow Your Roots. And you know, that release sort of crushes that whole bad sophomore release myth. Rend Your Heart comes from that EP, and it's really an honest look at faith. But would you consider that faith aspect to be a regular focal point in your music? Uh, I think it's like a huge part of each of our lives. So I think, I think it kind of plays into the lyrics of every song. But I think in songs like that, it just comes a little bit more to the forefront than others. I guess I'd read a quote about your music that said, though originally branded under a Christian rock label, come when has worked to distance themselves from the stigmatized genre by writing more open-ended lyrical content. What kind of effect did the Christian label have on Come Wind? That is a great question. Yeah, what a thought. Um, this is this is kind of like a tough question to handle um, because I think there's good things that come with being labeled Christian. I think that there's like super good things that can come. Um, and I think that there's good, awesome bands that are labeled Christian. Um, we've just had like, with our own experience, I don't know, sometimes it feels inauthentic. Um, and we've met people that go under the Christian label and like being a Christian is not very important to them as humans. And again, that's not to say that everybody's like that. But uh, for us, like sometimes it just felt like very untrue to what being a Christian actually is. Um, and I think because of that, it kind of changed a little bit of our outlook on the band, not necessarily like our, our personal lives, but just on how the band is represented. But nobody would ever consider putting you guys into that, you know, contemporary Christian music top 40 for moms only radio. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a demographic we've yet to break through to. Um, you wait till the next album, we, dude. We would. Yeah, we would. Also, yeah, Dave, so we're kind of mid-interview here, but Trevor and John have arrived here. Like I said, it's just kind of a practice night. So everyone is present now. Everyone is here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody can say hi all at once. Ready? Hi. 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 There it is. There it is. <laughs> okay, I want to go back to that other part of the quote. Have you ever found that open-ended lyrics have resolved that Christian label aspect? Um, That's maybe... Uh, I don't know if we track it that much. Maybe, Maybe that's not the best of answers, but... I think that all of our songs are, they're about what they're about. And that sounds very shallow, but in the writing process, it's like we write about things that are going on that are honest to us, that are very meaningful to us. And, um, you know, hopefully they have something that can resonate with everybody. I don't know that we gauge it. I don't know that we monitor how that's going. Yeah, I think, just like what Ben's saying, I think we just try to be as honest as we can with the stuff we're singing about. Um, and... We want to be honest, and how fans take it is, is kind of how they take it. I don't know. I would assume it's like more easily relatable to more people, but the lyrics are, are going to be what they're going to be, you know, because we just want to be honest with what we're doing. So, I guess it sort of ties back into why you write music. Are you writing music for yourself, or are you writing it for your audience? I That's think it's always a great kind of, debate. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's kind of twofold, man. Um, you know, I think you have to write from the heart. You certainly have to write things that are meaningful to you. Um, but if you don't consider your audience as well, if you write your songs ever, anyone writes any songs and releases them to someone, it's like you have an audience in mind. You have to, or you would not care to share it. If it was only ever for you all the time, 
it's yeah, it's it's a it's the age old debate. That's for sure. Solid lyrics on Rend Your Heart from the Grow My Roots release by Come Wind. And that sets the topic for the next part of our talk with the band. Okay, so if you're writing lyrics, say that they are less obvious, less of a pointed view in the song itself. Do you think that could benefit the music? I think musically, um, 
as far as like do the lyrics benefit each song um i don't know i kind of want to say no i think there's a difference between writing good lyrics and bad lyrics um but i don't know if i've ever thought i would enjoy listening like to the parts in this song better because someone was like singing something different i don't know i don't know if i've ever thought about that it's it's kind of crazy to think about like because since you've like listened to us since wanderer um musically and personally we've all like changed so much since then Mm -hmm. right and i think lyric writing has grown a whole lot for me the biggest thing is i feel like especially on the last album i didn't i don't know that i necessarily like went in to write any of those lyrics and was like man i really want to you know target this demographic or i want to like hit this kind of music point i think what i was the most excited about was that i felt like i was describing what i was feeling the most accurately that I had to that point. No matter what the topic is or how you word it, if it describes something super accurate, I think it's easier to resonate with. Sure. I'm not going to try to downplay your music because I really find the music of Come Wind is excellent. But, you know, for me, it's these consistently expressive lyrics from the band that are just so exceptional. You know, one example is a verse from Vacant that says, my eyelids pull to open the windows so I can bathe in the bright lights, but it seems lately the sun has abandoned the sky and no one can feel it. Is the band really looking at the lyrics to dominate each song? Uh, yeah. Um, I think right in the last album, we had like grown so much in how we did things musically, and I don't know, even just like personally, we're in a much different place than before, and I think. What we were really excited about was that I think the lyrics described better than ever before what we were feeling and, and what we were trying to convey. Um, and I think no matter what the song is, that, that makes better songs. It makes it easier to relate to. And it, um, I don't know, you, you kind of feel what the, the author's feeling, I think, better. You were mentioning about how you've, I guess, basically evolved as a band. We're Christians. We can still use the term evolve, can't we? <laughs> I think so. Sorry. But seriously, you know, I have found that the music style has changed from your previous releases. It's more folk and maybe, you know, I don't want to say it's brighter, but maybe more of a pop feel. Was that something you were wanting to aim towards? I think in general, um, the first EP was a good five years ago, five or six, honestly. We were just different people. We like different kinds of music and... Frankly, you know, those were some of the first songs that that I wrote. Um, other people had been involved in different projects and things like that. And I think as far as how music has changed, um, you know, everybody is kind of just into different stuff. Everybody's tastes have changed. And um, I think you learn more and more about, you know, there are certain themes, almost keys, sort of, building blocks in a way to, like, songs that you really enjoy. There are just things that you learn as you grow as a musician. There are things that you learn as your tastes kind of change that, you know, you like to incorporate those elements into your own songs. And for whatever reason, it just seems like the, you know, the brighter aspect of Come Wind or uh, the the somewhat more poppy aspect. I guess that's just kind of where we've been hanging out musically as we've kind of grown along. Josh, one of the regular listeners to The Antidote, loves this song, and so do I. Here's Vacant.
My skin and bones out from the walls of a house abandoned since I was young. I took the floorboards up to see all the dust that collected beneath them. And
This is Ben, John, Aaron, and Trevor from Come Wind, and you're listening to The Antidote. Something interesting about Move in Place was that you took the title track and split it into two parts. One part starts the album and the second closes it. Was this to give some form of resolution to the release? Um, it certainly wasn't an accident that we split the song in two. So it's like, you know, as an album, those two tracks kind of set the tone uh, for the record in the beginning, I guess. And yeah, resolve, I suppose, is a good word. It's like any title track, man. It kind of highlights the main themes of the record. So it's purposeful, for sure. Was the album itself purposeful? Like, were you actually trying to get a central theme coming through on Move In Place? Um, I, honestly, no. Move In Place is not a concept album. You know, we didn't sit down and think about a list of topics or themes that needed to be in the songs. I think, you know, Aaron, you can kind of correct me if I'm wrong, but all those songs were written in a, about the same time and... I think it's just kind of like whatever's on your heart at a given time is what happens to come out. I don't know why this is, but I always seem to be drawn to songs with darker topics, which of course means I was really grabbed by Car Crash from Move In Place. I mean, it's very melancholy. But what brought the song about? Wow. Yeah, Car Crash is one of my favorite songs on that record. And um, where I work is like 25 minutes away from where I live. Uh, so I have to drive to and from there most days of the week. And a lot of times, like, that's when I'll listen to, you know, demos or try to brainstorm ideas or, or do things like that. Um, and typically, I drive home late at night. Uh, I get done, like, at work late and it's dark and I drive by myself back home. Uh, and I don't know, I think going through, like, weeks and weeks of, not rough times, but, you know, the, the thick of it, I guess, like the, the struggles in life and, and all that stuff. Uh, you know, I think one of the nights I was like driving home and like those lyrics like popped into my head. Uh, so I whipped out my phone and did a quick voice memo and went home and wrote the rest of that song. So then you're dreading Ohio winters to come. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> With Move in Place being Come Win's first full length, do you think the album is telling a bigger story than what you were able to deliver on your EPs? I think so. Um, don't get me wrong. We're still proud of the EPs that we did. They're, Absolutely. They're cool. Absolutely. Um, but I think with both of those EPs, I think there were there were times when we had to kind of pick and choose, like, oh, we want this song, and no, we don't want this song, because, you know, you only have five or six to, to get your point across, so you have to kind of, like, pick and choose your favorites. Um, and don't get me wrong, we had to pick and choose songs for Moving Place as well, but you have a lot more leeway to say, let's put, you know, an electronic song on and let's put this more chill song on rather than five or six really hard hitting songs and then the record's over. Move In Place to me is the first album that we've done, the first project that felt like, like that it was complete, that it was everything I wanted it to be as far as like a cohesive album is concerned. Drive alone at night, wondering what a car crash feels like. Would I regret the things I've done? Would I think of the ones I love? 
feel anything like I feel now. Sometimes I lie awake at night thinking of all the people that left my side. Was it because they had to go? Was it to prove they're on their own? Was it to leave me here all Ooh, oh. 
What a gorgeous track. Car Crash from Come Wind. Yeah, we released Move in Place for the first time on vinyl. We're like all super stoked about that. We've wanted to do that for years, and now it finally happened. And who in the band actually has a record player? Here, here's a funny story. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, um, the answer is every. Uh, yeah, Trevor does not have one, but technically everyone else has one. However, mine is the only one that works properly. <laughs> Yours is a real. Mine, yeah, mine, mine is like like a legit one that uh, my in-laws actually got me for a Christmas present. It's uh, uh, I don't know if you know anything about record players, but it's like a direct drive. Then I have a preamp and power amp that goes out to some nice speakers. So mine actually like sounds pretty cool. Uh, the funny thing was, <laughs> so uh, when you get records pressed, um, they make like a mold or, or whatever, like a cast uh, that presses the grooves into the vinyl record. Since that's like obviously way different than doing anything digital, they send you five test pressings to kind of like you listen to them you make sure it's what you thought you were getting, and then you approve, and then they make the big batch. Uh, so we got five. Thing was, um, nobody's record players worked correctly, so <laughs> everybody's records sounded terrible. So what ended up happening was, I think I listened to like three or maybe four of them uh, just at my house uh, to make sure that they worked. So, uh, yep. That's so really only Aaron has a record player. That's more of the story. Everyone else, we're a bunch of chumps, Dave. That's all it is. Why don't you really compound things for Come Wind and the next album you go to bring out, you do direct to disc, all of you guys all in the studio one time, and you do it in one take. There you go. That doesn't sound hard. <laughs> You're probably fine. <laughs> Yeah, this is John. Uh, we actually did, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Audio Tree. Yes. Um, but we did a session there. I think we did like five or six songs uh, off of Moving Place. Yeah, that was actually really fun. That was one take. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was all one take. It's kind of the digital equivalent. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if I should say this, but like, if you watch the videos, the click track uh, <laughs> did not go off because the computer died. Basically, like seconds before we went on, uh, and so we just ran without a click track, and you can't really tell, but in the room, like, we're all set up in a circle, so you mm-hmm. can barely hear each other. Um, it was just... It was, every, maybe, it was <laughs> maybe the most stressful music experience of my entire life. Everything we could yep. do to keep it together. I mean, Absolutely. It, <laughs> so when, if you look closely, there are, like, small glimpses of terror in everyone's <laughs> eyes, like, during that set. You can see it. You can't. <laughs> Yeah, so if you watch it, uh, try try to see if you can just <laughs> see the tension. <laughs> <laughs>
will never fly from the live come in session on audio tree you know i had a chance to watch the video of that session and i think the band was being way too uptight about it i mean even if their click track wasn't working they still did an awesome set well you know i'm not one of those last minute shoppers but i've still got a long way to go before being ready for christmas one thing i do have ready though is our annual Christmas episode of The Antidote. 
And I'm not going to give too much away here, but all of our Christmas music comes from a single artist. This is someone who's put out more Christmas tunes than anyone I could think of, including Bing Crosby. But you'll have to tune in The Antidote next week to find out what's in store. Well, for this episode, I think I've saved the best for last. I adore this song from Cumwind. See if you enjoy it as much as I do, and come back next week for our Christmas special. I want to finish off with what I think is the greatest song from Come Wind, and it's your newest. The single, Upright, is absolutely incredible. Thanks, man. Tell us about the song. Yeah, so I think Upright is a super cool song. We really like it. Uh, I think all of us, in different ways, are kind of drawn to that song. But I think it's one of those songs where it's it's different enough that there's no way it would have fit on Moving Place. Um, and honestly, like, I think I think new music will will have like tastes of that song, but I think it's kind of the point where, you know, we did move in place that album. We love it. We think it's great, but now we're like kind of like moving forward uh, and kind of like going into uncharted waters. So I think that's kind of like the first the first glimpse. So, is that scary to go into uncharted waters? Um, I think it's exciting more than anything. Yeah, yeah. I think some parts of it are kind of kind of crazy, kind of scary, but. I think overall, it's cool to like play with these guys, um, and it's kind of exciting to to try things that you haven't tried before. And honestly, it, it keeps it fresh. You know, it doesn't feel like you're doing the same thing over and over. And seriously, I absolutely adore it. And I played it for half a dozen people, and I said, "Oh man, that's killer!" Right on, man. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. That is really cool. <laughs> that's encouraging. But I can see totally where you're coming from. That it really would have been out of place by putting it on move in place. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes I think you, you know, I'm sure every artist does this, but you write a song um, that you just really, really like it, but you kind of don't know what to do with it, sort of. It's like, well, it doesn't really fit anywhere. Um, Yeah, so Upright kind of comes out of that in a way. Uh, We just really, really liked it, so we we, we wanted to share it. We've had all the band members from Come Wind here tonight with The Antidote. Guys, thanks for coming for this talk. Yeah, Dave, thanks yeah, so thanks, much, man. man. Really appreciate it. Take care, man. See you, man.